0: Hello, Forever family. My name is Shan and I'm the recovery pastor. Today's message is a sermon that was shared with the congregation at Ebenezer United Methodist Church. I hope you enjoyed today's message, but as always, remember, speak life, be a blessing, put your faith feet into action to cause a ripple effect. Until next time, much agape, everybody. Hello, Forever Family. Welcome to our first Sunday of worship together in 2021. Now, if we would have thought about this the first Sunday of 2020, I know that this is not what we would have envisioned. But God is in control. He is still making a way. And so we're going to keep marching forward, no matter what is thrown at us, because That's exactly what the commandment said, is to take the gospel to all the world. So we're going to use any means possible to do that. So we are in Epiphany. So um, let's just give a little bit of background before we dive into today's scripture, which is found in Matthew 2, 1 through 12. And let me just tell you, I always like to give background because I didn't grow up in church. I didn't know all this stuff as a child and as a teenager and as a young adult, I would be in my early 20s before someone actually shared the gospel with me. So I like to give background because we never know where someone's at in their walk. So we cannot assume that they know what we know and we sh- we surely can't assume that we know everything they know. So I always love to give background so the term epiphany um it is used generally for anything that is manifested or is suddenly realized, especially when it relates or it refers to like a supernatural revelation or um to the appearance of a divine being. So it it designates uh, the the Christian feast that takes place on january 6th and this is to celebrate the visit of the magi or the wise men Uh, because this is the time when the divine nature of jesus was manifested to the gentiles praise the lord for including the gentiles so let's read matthew 2 starting in verse 1 we'll go through verse 12 I am reading from the NIV version. So starting with verse one, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the East came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have came to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them, "Where is the Where were the Magi was born? In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, For this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time that the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem, and he said, Go and search carefully for the child, as soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship the child. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star had shown, had, they had seen when it rose, went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw a child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. May God add his blessing to the reading of his word. So, the Magi learned of Jesus' birth. These foreigners acknowledged and worshipped Jesus as king of the Jews. These were not Jewish people. So, God was already uh, spreading the news of the birth of Jesus far beyond the borders of Israel. God was using unconventional means to communicate in the ways that people could understand, and he removed any opportunity for doubt. Doubt is the number one tool of the enemy. Think about it all the way back to the garden with Eve and the fruit. The serpent planted the seed of doubt in Eve's thoughts when he said, Did God really tell you not to take that fruit? Eve doubted, and she took the fruit. That is how easy it is for us to fall into the sin trap. It only takes a seed of doubt. But remember, remember how small the mustard seed is. It is smaller and much more powerful. So let's talk about the star for a moment. The Magi said they had seen his star, it was to guide them. Basically, it's like the original GPS system. You know, GPS in this situation could stand for God's precious son. Now, that's not written in scripture. That's just my own acronym for GPS. But the star went before the Magi as they traveled from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. And the star stopped where the child could be found. People have used the stars above to navigate for centuries. Watching the stars at night is the greatest way to be in God's open-air sanctuary while admiring his perfect creation that gives us a current view of what we find in the beginning in Genesis. So let's talk now about the Magi. So the history of the Magi goes back to Persia, back to the 6th century BC. They were known more of um, being ritual experts. They studied the stars and all the fine details of the astrological patterns and cycles, and this was their specialty. By Roman times, the Magi were highly respected across many different cultures. God used their gifts, their talents, their curiosity, and their expertise, their experiences to speak to them, to get their attention, to bring foreigners, to bring the Gentiles to worship the king as a baby. You see, I fully believe that God still does this today. I've seen it many times in recovery ministries and in jail ministries. God uses someone's past or their knowledge or their experience to speak to them And in that way, he takes that same experience that they have and uses them to reach someone else that he's been trying to reach for so long and that person just doesn't hear him. I fully believe that God does this as long as we are willing to listen and be obedient to his will for our lives. So now let's talk about the gifts. You know, golden spices were a luxury. They were highly valued in the ancient world Uh, i love watching history channels and things like that and one of the things they've said over and over and over is the spices actually were more currency because they were so valued you know it's very likely that these gifts provided like a, a substantial resource for raising jesus most people think of myrrh as being a burial spice but i don't think anyone at this time was thinking Of what was to come because it had not been revealed. It had not been manifested yet. This is still a baby. They haven't even had the cross revealed to them yet. But the Magi sought after Jesus just as we should. They brought expensive gifts, but our most valuable gift that we can give is our heart. It's our heart as we ask Christ into our lives. Just as the Magi followed the star, we should follow the Holy Spirit as he guides us to a closer relationship with our Redeemer. You know, I pray that each of you spend time in God's open air sanctuary as much as possible. I pray the beautiful skies, no matter whether it's day or night, speaks to your heart, just as if it was a stained glass window of the church revealing a special message. I pray for God to give you and myself the discernment to recognize the seed of doubt that the enemy is trying to plant. And I pray God gives us the strength to rebuke the enemy as we keep our treasured heart in place in a a perfect, as perfect as possible place for God to dwell. You know, I also, most importantly, I pray that we take time in this year to see how God communicates in unconventional ways and that we rejoice knowing that God is still in control. He is still making a way through the wilderness for each of us. Let's lift our hearts in prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, I ask that you open our spiritual eyes to see you moving all around us. Open our spiritual ears to hear you communicating with us in so many different ways. Help us to cleanse our hearts with confession and repentance as we strive to have a closer walk with you. And now we pray together with one voice as you taught your disciples to pray so long ago. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Please know that I am absolutely praying for each of you as we go into 2021. And I look forward to the time when we can actually be in worship together, even if we need to be in worship in God's open air sanctuary. What better place to be? Until next time, speak life, be a blessing, put your faith feet into action to cause a ripple effect. Much agape, everybody.